0: hello there everyone welcome to digital nomad mastery the podcast and the video cast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world and speaking of traveling the world we're currently traveling here in the northern philippines i'll be doing a tedx talk here in the philippines in november and i'm also doing a workshop here in uh, manila so uh, i'll be doing monthly workshops so make sure you uh, check out daddyblogger.com for a lot of our videos pictures and blog posts all about our daddy blog world tour and of course if you're interested in being a digital nomad Uh, check out digitaldomadmastery.com. And one of the things we love to do is we love talking about entrepreneurship on our show. And we have an amazing entrepreneur on the show who's been voted uh, market of the year several times. His name is Seth Green. He is is the founder and the CEO of Market Domination, uh, marketdominationllc.com. And his company, they focus on website design, copywriting, uh, doing sales funnels, uh, uh, podcasting, book publishing. And he has a great program. It's called podcast to book. So basically it's helping you create your own podcast, just like what we're doing here, but also not just creating a podcast, but turning that podcast into a book and not just any book, but an Amazon bestselling book. So super excited to get uh, Seth on the show here today. He is the founder of the Sharkpreneur podcast and uh, definitely a business guru. So Seth, how are you doing today, my friend?
1: I am awesome. Thank you so much for having me. I greatly appreciate the opportunity to share with your, with your tribe.
0: It is an honor and a pleasure to have you sharing your wisdom and insights and experience and expertise with that tribe as well. So, Seth, uh, one of the things we like to do on a show is not just do the traditional bio, we like to get to know the story of our guests. So, why don't we trace it back uh, in terms of your own entrepreneurial journey? How did you get into being an entrepreneur and uh, trace it back to when you started to where you are today?
1: Okay, that's going to take longer than the whole show. However, I will try and do a shorter version. Um, I started off as a magician when I was eight years old and learned my first magic trick and then started performing professionally shortly thereafter, you know, being the cute kid magician doing shows at people's birthday parties. And then many, many years later, um, turned that into becoming the busiest, most popular magician in my city um, when I was in my early 20s, thanks to Dave D and Dan Kennedy's marketing advice. Then I applied that to my real job as a financial planner. I worked at a firm with 6,700 other financial planners and in two years became the top 30 nationwide for opening new accounts. Again, thanks to Dean Kennedy's mentorship and advice. And then that worked so well before the internet came out, it was all based on direct mail that we started a marketing company, helping other financial advisors do what we did. That took that was a market domination LLC. That was 11 years ago. That took off. Um, and now we are a full service, direct response marketing firm with an amazing team of folks who work for us, um, serving you know thousands of clients all over the globe. And you know, I've written seven best selling books along the way. I have the Shark podcast with Kevin Harrington from Shark Tank, along with a lot of being on almost every major media outlet.
0: That is impressive, my friend, and you did a great job of summarizing that into the last couple of minutes, so well done, well done, Seth. So, uh, Seth, why do we get into this whole area of podcasting and book publishing, because those are two of my personal interests as well. I have done uh, 500 plus episodes on my podcast, and I published seven books on Amazon, and I'm continually doing podcasts and continually doing books because I love both of them, but I haven't turn my podcast into a book directly uh so i'm quite curious about this topic and a lot of people who are getting into podcasting uh would also like to do that so let's get into it. um what's the first step (laughs) let's start there how do you get into it
1: okay so if you already have a podcast then what we would do is take let's say 10 episodes that were on a certain topic or with a certain type of group of people and then We would transcribe and edit those first into long form blog posts that we optimize for search engine optimization, and then blast out with our proprietary software that will help your website rank a whole lot better, a lot faster. Then we will rewrite all of those those transcripts as book interviews. And then we'll write some chapters about you. We'll write some calls to action. And we'll do, you know, the... Graphic design and the layout so that it looks like a physical bookstore book, and then we'll publish it and market it on Amazon. Our goal, obviously, getting it to be a category bestseller um, that you can then use as a authority piece in your marketing. Because after all, a best-selling book is the ultimate business card. And it kind of looked like this. This is my seventh book, Market Domination for Publishing. I mean, Market Domination for Podcasting, which is on the shelves at Barnes and Noble, Walmart, and Target right now.
0: Yes, uh, you know, there's definitely an incredible power when you have that print physical book that you can do book signings and uh, people are so excited and they'll never, ever, ever throw it away. They might pass it along to a friend and, uh, you know, like maybe it might uh, get donated, but they won't throw it in literally in the garbage. So definitely an amazing resource for us business owners. Uh, so what about for the people who don't have a podcast? You know, obviously nowadays, podcasting is such a hot medium. A lot of people are uh, getting into podcasting, but there are a lot of people who are still not yet podcasters. So what are your tips and advice for people who want to get started as a podcast
1: host? Sure. Well, I am biased and we will produce your show for you. We will go get all the guests. We will do all of the cover art and the graphics and the intros and the outros and the audio and the video editing. We'll, If they want, we'll do it all for them. And we'll script the questions. And literally, all they have to do is show up once a week and do an interview on Zoom like this, and they'll have a podcast. Now, if you don't want to or don't have the means to have us do it for you, um, my recommendations would be the first thing I would start with is what is your end goal? What do you want to happen from the podcast? Are you doing it to share your message? Are you doing it to meet awesome people? Or are you doing it to grow your business? And if you're doing it to grow your business, What specifically are you looking to grow? Do you need more leads? Do you need more consultations? Do you need more sales? If you could wave a magic wand, what exactly do you want to have happen? And then you're going to reverse engineer the process to figure out who should I be interviewing on my show? So if you wanted um, more clients... Well, then on the show, you should interview people who would be your ideal clients as a way to get your foot in the door and start an amazing relationship because they won't perceive you as a salesperson. They'll perceive you as someone who just did them a big favor by getting them on their show. They'll love you for the exposure. And then that starts a great relationship so that later you can follow up and say, hey, I've got an idea for you. And they won't think you're trying to sell them something. They'll say, great, let's jump on a call because you're their new best friend. Thank
0: you. Yeah, so obviously there's uh, major major benefits to doing a podcast, like building your brand, building your visibility, becoming the go-to expert authority, making connections and networking. And like you said, uh, you know, getting those leads in, getting clients. Uh, what about the whole area of like podcast monetization? Uh, I am quite uh, active in the podcasting circle. And the facts I know is most podcasters struggle with making a full-time income as a podcaster, or even any income as a podcaster. So what are your top tips for income generation for podcasters?
1: Sure. So my first tip would be don't don't think you're going to make money as a podcaster. The goal is not because podcasters think traditionally, and that was one thing I discovered in the book was that most podcasters were trying to build their audiences large enough to where they could sell advertising or sponsorships or affiliate revenue. And part of the problem is you have to have a lot of followers and a lot of subscribers to do that. And second of all, the other problem is. Now you got to get a second job selling advertising and selling sponsorships. And you're already busy. You don't have time. You, you, don't, you don't have a second time to get a second job advertising. So my goal would be don't ever go after. Don't ever think advertising money, sponsorship money. My goal would be let's think what business can I get out of the show? So if I'm looking for clients, I'm going to go interview the clients, start a relationship, get in the door and use that to close deals. If I'm looking for affiliates, let's say I want other people to share my message. Then I go interview people who have the list of my ideal clients as their customers and then have them on the show. And when they promote the show to their followers, Hey, look at me. I was just on Ricky's show. When I go do that, Some of my people are going to go, are going to subscribe to your show, start consuming your content and say, Hey, what's this digital nomad stuff? Sign me up. I want to pay, give that guy money.
0: Yes. Do that. <laughs> you know, share it out there, Seth. And, you know, if you're interested in being a digital math, hey, I can help. I've been doing this for a couple of years. So definitely uh, would be happy to help any of your network, your tribe, and vice versa. You know, I think it's definitely this uh, connection where you can support each other by being both a guest and a host. And that's exactly what we're doing here. So Seth, uh, curious to know, like uh, this whole transition, like obviously you have your done for you service where you can basically run the whole shebang for people. But for people who are podcasters and uh, maybe they don't have the uh, income to hire someone like yourself, how can they actually turn their podcast into a book or into several books, or into a series of books or volumes of books? Tell us about uh, the process they can take?
1: Sure. The first thing I would do is they would need to go get their um, tra- podcast transcribed. So we use a company called um, we use two different companies. We use one called Rev.com which is a dollar a minute. There's even a smartphone app. You can just upload stuff and they'll transcribe it. Now it won't be perfect. You'll have to edit it. Uh, They won't take out the run-on sentences. They don't edit it at all. It's literally a word for word transcription. So there's dot, dot, dots and there's ums and uhs that all of which you'd have to do. You could also go to potatize.com, which is half the price, which is 50 cents a minute. um, And it's comparable there as well. And then once you've got the transcription, you want to edit it and clean it up so that it looks like, you know, a real book. And then you can um, go from there. You can publish with Amazon. You can self-publish on Amazon. If you're doing this yourself, you can self-publish on Kindle. And then, of course, we're biased. We'd love to publish the book through our publishing company because then we could literally send you a dollar. And you have now received an advance from a publisher on your book. And you've got a real publishing company logo on your book. You didn't just do it yourself.
0: Yeah, and it definitely looks a lot more professional. Uh, Even the book you showed me there, looks a lot more professional than most uh, self-published authors who kind of just uh, get a friend to design the cover or go to Fiverr or Elance or Upwork. And they just have a very crappy looking book. Uh, So there's a huge difference between that. Yes, I'll show
1: you. I'm going to show you an example. This, ahead, was the very first, this was the very first book I ever wrote, Financial Advisor, Marketing Magic." And this was a you will see, it was completely amateur night when it, I, I had a high school student design the cover. Uh, this was before Fiverr. <laughs> so that was my cover. And then when after I realized there was something to this book thing, uh, and we hi, you know we brought full-time graphic designers on, on staff. Uh, obviously it looks a heck of a lot better you know there's a big difference
0: that's incredible you know like obviously the content inside is the same but uh you know as the saying goes uh you do judge a book by its cover especially with the physical book everyone looks at the cover and makes the decision they don't like read through the first 20 pages and then buy they look at the front cover look at the back cover.
1: yeah and and this never would have gotten this never would have gotten to the shelves at barnes and noble and if it had, my mother probably would have been the only person who bought it. Um, whereas, you know, this is on the shelves at Barnes and Noble, Walmart, Target, and this sold thousands and thousands of copies and generated large, I mean, uh, probably several hundred thousand dollars in business for us.
0: Yeah. And speaking of several hundred thousand dollars of business, a lot of podcasters and authors have the same issue. Uh, You know, they write a book and they struggle to monetize it. They create a podcast, they struggle to monetize it. So there's like a common issue with both types of people, the podcast hosts and the author group. Uh, So what are the top tips there? Would it be the same advice you would give to podcasters
1: in terms of the authors? I would say that the book should be written specifically designed to generate leads for you. So if it's an interview book, then hopefully you're going to do the marketing to get everyone who's in the book to promote the book. So for example, in this book, I interviewed some of the top podcasters in the world, people with audiences in the millions, and most of them agreed to participate in the launch of this book. And literally the emails and the social media blast that went out when the book launched went to several million people, which is why we were able to get to Barnes & Noble, Walmart, and Target. That wouldn't have happened if all I did was tell my friends and family. So if you're doing an interview book out of your podcast, you want to make sure that everybody who's in the book promotes it for you. And then if you are um, doing a book book where there's no interview, where you're literally writing the whole thing, which is a lot more work, you've got to have a stellar marketing plan if you don't have 10 other people with large lists who are going to promote it for you.
0: And uh, speaking of interview-style books, tell us about the whole uh, the legality of doing it and the you know like getting the permission from like I, like for example with you and me, I never got permission. that I'm going to turn our interview into a book. And obviously, if I do it, I got to you know make sure that you sign off that I'm able to do that. So walk us through the
1: legality and the processes there. So the first thing I will give you as a disclaimer: I am not a contract attorney. I do not play one on TV, and I can't give you legal advice. However, um, what we do. Is we have a one page prep, one page legal release form um, that says, you know, you give us authorization to do whatever we want with the show. We'll use your images, your likeness, your graphics. We'll use your logo. We're going to use it on audio. We're going to use it on video. We're going to put it on social media. We're going to turn it into a book. And everybody signs that, and we're good to go.
0: And uh, obviously, it's good uh, marketing for the person. The reason they come on your show is they want to market their business and they want to create more visibility and awareness, right? So most people, I don't see why they wouldn't have an issue unless uh, they feel like they should have a piece of the cake in terms of the money or maybe they don't like the way it was written. So when, like, do you actually get like, uh, them to look over what you've written uh, and then they give the final approval or do you just publish it and hopefully they happen?
1: It depends on the person. Most of the time, we will send it to them for approval ahead of time and make whatever minor changes they want. There are, have been some people who literally said, I don't even care. I trust you. Just go do whatever you want.
0: Cool. Those are the cool types of people that we love. <laughs> yes. So Seth, uh, in terms of the book, uh, is it the book sales that are going to make you the money? Is it going to be about like the speaking that turns out of the book, the media engagements? Walk us through the book monetization uh, strategy.
1: Sure. So I actually willing to lose, to give the book away for free and we'll give your listeners a free copy and free download, no shipping, no nothing. And um, I don't care what the, how many dollars the book itself generates because I'm not writing the book to sell books. I'm writing the book to generate leads in this case for our done for you podcast into the book service. So I'm not, uh, it, it, it 1490, at 17 dollars seventeen I'm never going to make a ton of money unless I go sell, you know, 100,000 copies. Um, however, if I give away a thousand books and I get one client, I've, you know, got a really substantial ROI. So our goal is to get the book out to as many of the right people as possible, either at cost or give it away simply because my monetization isn't on the book sales. It's on the back end of them saying, wow, that's an awesome process. That sounds like a lot of work. I'd rather just hire Seth and his company to do all the work for me. Um, so your folks can go get a free download of this, along with access to an on-demand training with me, where I teach them three ways to grow their business with a podcast. That's at marketdominationllc.com forward slash podcast. And we're also running a various, Kevin Harrington and I are running a special contest right now where they can win a professional podcast studio. It's like a sound mixer board, mics, headphones, stands, cables, it's literally everything they need. And that's at podcaststudiocontest.com. And there's no upsell, there's no hidden tripwire. Um, literally, if you start at podcaststudio.com, you'll opt in, you'll be entered to win the studio. And then after that, you'll take a quick survey and you can get access again to the book for free and the, on demand training with me for free. So it's probably easier just go to podcaststudiocontest.com.
0: Beautiful. I actually have those links below so you don't have to go Google or type it in. You can just click right through. Make it easy on your fingers. Just click that uh, button uh, either on YouTube or uh, one of the podcast directories. So uh, we've been talking about this whole process from podcast to book to back end. So tell us about uh, what kind of back end uh, people, entrepreneurs should create in terms of best utilizing this A to B to C process. Walk us through the backend C process.
1: Sure. Sure. So you want to have a value ladder. So let's say they listen to the show. They bought, they got a copy of the book next up. What do you want to happen next? Um, do they opt in on your website? Are they opting in for another lead magnet? Are they attending a webinar? Are they watching a video? Is there a white paper or a free report? And then what is the next offer from there? What is the tripwire? What is the core offer? What is the profit maximizer? So you've got to take them up in baby steps to your ultimate product or service that is done for you. So for example, we'll give you the book and we'll give you access to our on-demand training and then if you want, you can get our fill in the blank workbook on how to do this yourself. And then after that, hey, how'd you like us to do all the work for you? Or how'd you like a three hour video training that walks you through it? And then, okay, great. Excuse me, now, how do you want us, do you want us to do the work for you? So there's steps all the way up to the point where they make the transaction. All the previous steps for us are designed to cover the cost of advertising, to be a self liquidating offer. We really care about the conversion at the highest end of the funnel where they hire us to do the work. So I'll take a loss or share a large affiliate commission on everything else to get to the people who are willing to swipe their credit card and say, we want you guys, we want market domination to do all the work.
0: So basically uh, you, you feel like, uh, at least with your business model, is the done for you is where the money's at. And some people have different models. Like obviously some people are doing high-end coaching programs. Some people are doing a membership site or maybe they're selling a SaaS software as a service. Um, would you recommend like uh, the done for you or would you recommend like, any of those above, or uh, because I find uh, just in talking to people, either on my podcast or just business people generally, they struggle with that high end offer, and I want to help them create it. So that's why I like interview experts like yourself, so they can like uh, not having to pick your brain. I can pick your brain on behalf of them, if you know what I mean. So, what would you suggest for people who struggle to create that back end?
1: Well, first of all, if they don't have a high end offer, they should talk to you about how to create it, and then. Before that, in terms of we have all of those lower things, we have all of the other steps that you mentioned, that's just not, and that's great passive revenue. That's just, um, those are our steps up our value ladder to ultimately get to done for you. However, there are very successful companies that sell their virtual products or their, you know, information products that, you know, you can, you know, the giant binder in the box of you know, for $2,000 and you get the box of the binder and the DVDs and the CDs all the way up to the membership sites that are recurring revenue. So all of those are good. It just depends on what you want to provide and what your market wants.
0: Awesome. Great, great advice they said. Uh, so I asked this of all my guests. Uh, and it's this question of the vision, the future. So you build a successful company, you're working with people like Kevin Harrington, interviewing some of the best entrepreneurs in the world, you know, publishing like five to 10 books a month. So you're on fire, my friend. So what's next? Like, what's the future hold for you? What's your big vision? What impact do you want to have in the world? Like, tell us what 2019, 2020 and beyond hold for you.
1: Sure. So our goal is to increase, um, we're growing our team, um, we're growing our client base. Um, we are in some specific niches that I would like to take over more of. We are trying to reach, you know, our goal is to have our clients reach over a million people on their shows and then change, have the, that ripple effect kind of change the world through all of our clients' offerings.
0: Love it, love it. Yeah, basically the duplication process, like what you have done, you're helping other clients do the same. Uh, so Seth, uh, if people wanted to duplicate you in terms of like their own personality, not literally like cloning, if they wanted to copy you and obviously work with you in terms of like uh, done for your service and also the contest, tell us about all the different ways that people can connect.
1: Sure. So go to the website for the podcast studio contest, register for the contest because hey, you never know, you might win. And then all of the other podcasting offerings are going to come through that after you take the survey after about where you are in your podcasting and business life. So that's the first place to start. They can also also on that website after they opt in for the contest, they'll get links to our social media so they can follow our fan page. They'll get links to friend me so they can see all of our content. So all of that is in there. If they go start by by entering the contest, they'll get everything else
0: beautiful nice and easy i will have that link below as i mentioned uh seth i wanted to thank you you've been a a gem of uh, wisdom experience and expertise thanks for sharing with the audience
1: thanks so much for having me on
0: and thanks everyone uh the thanks goes to you for listening and uh, watching this interview around the world Wide web make sure you connect with seth make sure you connect with us daddyblogger.com and of course DigitalNomadMastery.com as well i will catch up with you guys in the next episode happy travels